0: This episode is brought to you by Steady Focused, classic snapback hats, available at SteadyFocused.com. Just hook Jeanette up with one of those. Yeah, thank you. Four different variants to choose from, represent, show your support, and let the world know you are Steady Focused. Plus, it helps me keep the lights on. (laughs) This episode is also brought to you by downtown Wichita Falls, who reminds us you're invited too. And vote yes to Prop G on May 5th. Whether it's food, art, entertainment, family time, bro time, date night, festivals, long walks under the stars, working, living, playing, it's all going down and available for you at downtown Wichita Falls. It's a unique atmosphere you can find nowhere else in Texas. And there's an explosion of growth, activity, and passion for this city downtown. And I'm honored to have with us on the show the marketing director for downtown Wichita Falls Development. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she rocks. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Steady Focused. I'm your host, I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks, and today's guest actually took the very first official photographs of my son.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was, oh man, yeah.
0: That was true, and <laughs> he was just seven months old, it was Halloween time, and Jeanette actually came to the house, did some amazing candid photographs of the family, and it was a super special time in my life.
1: Yeah, that was fun. Yes, Uh, it was. That was the, was that the spaghetti?
0: It was. Yeah. Yeah. We did some of that too. She's a talented photographer, videographer, marketer. She's young, driven, passionate. She was voted one of Wichita Falls top 20 individuals under 40 years old. She's a self-made woman. She's one of my favorite people on earth. Ladies and gentlemen, help me give a big steady focused welcome to my friend, Miss Jeanette Charos.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're here. So, Jeanette, we're in downtown Wichita Falls right now.
1: We are, yes. in the heart of it.
0: And why do you love downtown Wichita Falls so much?
1: Um, do you want me to go back from the beginning yes, of all but, that?
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, there's an explosion going on here now. and This is
1: why I love downtown Wichita Falls. I love the people.
0: There, there's people all over, <laughs> and we're, we're in the middle of the art walk. Right. We are, yeah, so, so
1: it, it's an incredible night downtown, um, it, I always love art walk nights, the, the people roaming around, it, it just has a buzz, like a little electricity to it to see everybody out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, okay, so my history with downtown, um, I was working at KFDX at, in the creative services department, and I started, actually I was still in the news department being a, a photojournalist, and... I got asked to, to come on with the marketing side of Zombie Crawl. So we, we made all the graphics, the videos, um, really started meeting all the people that were, were pushing for downtown. And that's, that's when I fell in love with everything. And that was 20, 2010. I, I got involved with that and just started volunteering as much as I could, um, taking photographs of all their events to help them promote, do anything I could to. To keep people, or to start getting people to realize, we have a gym in our city. It just needs some love.
0: And it's 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 come a long ways over those last eight years.
1: Yeah. So we started with zombie crawl, um, or I started with zombie crawl because it was the perfect landscape for a zombie crawl. You know, it's very apocalyptic with uh, the older buildings and empty alleys and streets. And and now it's. It's definitely changed from that so
0: and now we've got uh probably like one of the biggest as far as like activity times in the city downtown for probably what last 30 years or something like that would
1: yeah so downtown really started um kind of dying when the mall moved in and you have those big box stores and everybody starts moving to the southwest side of town and that's when a lot of the new development started happening over there and i think downtown just kind of got forgot got forgot yeah anyways but uh, um but now with everybody um kind of focusing back on on the importance of spending local in um these businesses that have been down here for a while that took the risk to open up a business hoping that downtown would come back you know those those are like the pioneers of of bringing back downtown you know um i i think that's really important is the, those people, those businesses that took a risk, and then they bring in people, and it just starts kind of this organic growth.
0: Is, I mean, when I think of you, it's like your downtown passion just flows, right, all over you, you know, through you, in, in all of this, so is that something that just came about once you start getting in Wichita Falls, you know, or as you've traveled quite a bit, you know, is that something that you've always been drawn to, like the old buildings I mean, and...
1: I've kind of always liked old architecture, but I've always been, like, a philanthropist. Um, I was always kind of raised, you know, I'm from Colorado, came to Texas, and when we lived in Colorado, you you camp so much, you go up into the mountains, into the, the state parks and national parks and stuff, and it's always, you leave it better than what you left it. So that's kind of been my goal in life, is wherever I am, wherever I'm at currently i want to leave it better than before i came so whatever opportunities i have to do that that's that's my goal
0: and you've done it i mean you're like i think you're you're miss downtown wichita falls you know not not in a pageantry way but like as in like we've we have a lot of great individuals who are leading the charge and i think part of that lead group is you you know and you've been holding it down for downtown since Before I knew it was cool, you know, I know there's been a lot of people about that, but so, anyway, uh, you're kicking butt, and so this episode's going to come out Friday, right, which is, so let's just say it's Friday. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow is the big election for downtown Wichita Falls, and why should I vote yes, and what's the importance of this thing?
1: Um, it, it's monumental for downtown to get to this point, you know, um, there's been several times in attempts for, for downtown to get to come back, um, to have city councilors and, and city leaders having it come out of their strategic planning that um, in the Market Street study that they did that downtown is really important to this com- community. Like that, that's huge. And for them to even put something on a bond election like this, for us to like get that far like, that that's a milestone. And then um, for the community to come out and, and show their support, and I've seen so many, I've gotten so many texts and Facebook messages of people that are all for Prop G, and, and that, that's nice, too, because the community is starting to realize the importance of downtown. That it's, you know, this is where our town history lies. This is kind of our identity for our city. If you look on, just Google Wichita Falls, hit images, what do you see? It's our skyline. It, it's yeah. downtown. Yeah, okay. So for us not to take care of that and not preserve these beautiful buildings, like they're they're pre-World War II, most of them, like the Holt right now that we're sitting in built in 1910. Like it's over 100 years old. So to have um the people come in and do restoration and preservation projects that's awesome i'm getting off of prop g no no go for it but, it's um, all
0: it's all in the same bucket
1: that that to me is always like a soft spot is are are the buildings and the history that lies with them the stories because i'm a storyteller yep, you know okay. like i love
0: you are hearing the,
1: the history and the, the stories behind these buildings like if the literally like if these walls can talk like the stuff that's happened in this building over the past hundred years like that's the stuff that i love hearing and um but but yeah to back to prop g for it to make it this far to where we're even having election on it and you know everyone's asking me lately of how do you feel it's like i really i really don't know i i hope for the best and i i think we're pretty good because i mean it's art rock tonight on thursday like a weeknight and you you see a couple few thousand people walking around and I hope that they're going to the polls and voting because a big portion of this proposition is infrastructure. This is the oldest part of the town, so what comes with that? Hundred-year-old infrastructure, having wood and clay pipes. Um, Everybody, or not everybody, but you know, you hear comments about putting pretty stars and just making it pretty. It's not just that. When they go in and do these intersections, they're they're replacing all the infrastructure underneath it to support the businesses that are hopefully coming in and then like 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 my goal and like my motto they're leaving it better than what it was before so they're putting in in putting in the stars and that's such a low cost compared to replacing all the infrastructure underneath it so
0: what's a day we, we, okay, first of all, we, we had a lot of questions. People were oh, at, A lot of people wanted to Thanks, chime guys. in on this interview. A lot, a lot of people. But no like,
1: octopus questions, please. Yeah,
0: the the <laughs> most for any episode that I've done, it was like people had a lot of questions for you, um, yeah. which is great. So one of them was from Jackie Hager, yeah. our good friend, and she wanted to know, talk to us, because you also live downtown. We're, we're in your home. You live in the Holt. So... What's it like a day in the life in downtown? You know, like wake up, go to sleep, all of that.
1: So I've, I've wanted to live downtown forever. And the opportunity came up to where I was able to. And it's it's a whole new experience. Like it's a whole kind of new way of life. Um, as far as like my car and gas bill, I fill my car up. Maybe I say fill it up. I put like $10 in it a month. That lasts me. I don't really drive that much. Um, when days are nice, like I wake up, I, I live on a higher floor up here, so I have like a great view. I can see the sunrise coming up over the horizon. So that, that's how my morning starts. And, um, here it's such a community. I have so many people. My dog was recently sick. So, um, just all the, the dog moms and stuff, you know, they're always checking in on me and it's such a community where we live. And then outside of that, downtown is such a huge community. When it's nice, I I walk to work. I live three blocks from my office, so it's no problem to um, walk to work. I like to stop at 8th Street and get a coffee on my way to work and then go in. And and then most of my day, too, as being the marketing director for downtown development, is going and talking to downtown businesses. So there's a couple times a week where my job is just going around and talking to businesses. I'm letting them know what's coming up. So I I love that and just getting to to see how I can help small businesses too. And then usually at night, um, come home. I haven't been much of a cooker lately Mm -hmm. or cooking. Well, you
0: got so much good food right here. And that's the thing.
1: I I can walk to Carrot. Gypsy, go to the food truck over at the brewery. Go to Eight Street Coffee House and pick something up. Or if I'm out of something at the house, like toothpaste, and having to go down there and get toothpaste, I can do that. Highlander, like it's all within walking distance, so um, it makes it really easy to eat out a lot, which I love. Hey, AJ.
0: <laughs> there's AJ. He's a he's a good good friend of ours.
1: But that's the thing. Okay, so when you walk around downtown or i'm walking to work like i see so many people that i know everybody's so friendly they wave they ask how you're going um like i just love the community of it i do
0: too i love i'm I'm
1: from a a small town like really small a thousand people so everybody knows everybody and living in downtown i kind of feel kind of that same small townness yeah everyone's super friendly everybody knows everybody they're asking how how you are and all that so I like
0: it. I do too and it, it feels like uh, it, it's to me I'm very aware of it I love hanging out down here you know downtown and having lived in Austin hung out in a lot of big downtowns and loving the vibe and then it's like you know out here having a glass of wine or what a beer mm-hmm. and just hanging out in the evenings and it's like this feels like I'm in Austin, but it's not Austin, it's Wichita Falls, you know, I mean, we got the big city, you know, I mean, the big buildings, bros, chicks, great music, very artistic people, great food. Um, It's like, uh, I was talking with Tegan, who Mm -hmm. runs Gypsy Kit, and Gypsy Fit, and all the the gypsies, you know, Uncorked, yes. And when I first went into Gypsy Kit, so this was several years ago, when she was in the Hamilton Building, and she was, t- I was like, "Man, this is so cool! You know, it's so fresh and hip, and it feels like we're in Austin." And then she corrected me right away. And she was like, "No, it does not feel like Austin. This feels like Wichita Falls." Yes. I was like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, because yeah. we do—we've got our own unique thing going on here.
1: Yeah, and on your post, one of the questions I saw was um, like, "What other city would you model?" wichita falls off of and i say let's let's not model it off another city um i'm sure there's i mean there's bits and pieces of every city that i like but wichita falls we need to be ourselves Mm -hmm. you know not imitate something else you know like i love the music scene in austin Mm -hmm. um denton has a great music scene but i i don't want to replicate austin in wichita falls we we need to be our own identity and and go off of what our strengths are and definitely especially over the past few years the amount of arts and culture that's been yes, popping up and yes. we have such a creative community that I don't think anybody ever knew about but they're just kind of yeah. start coming out and yes. I feel like anything we can do to support that and help it grow like yep. that that could be a, that's I us agree. that is us it is you right. know it's already here we don't have to make it you just support it
0: yeah 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 and there's so many people who have traveled around the, the world and brought their influences and their experiences back to Wichita Falls. And just the culture that is in this town is awesome. It feels great. Mm-hmm. Let's see, one of the other comments we, we had in there. Um, who is Simon? What, talk to us about what is Simon?
1: Simon. Come here,
0: buddy. Uh-oh. We Got something going on here. Oh, oh this is
1: Simon, he's, he's my little buddy,
0: your little friend. Yeah, what we had some people were saying, uh, let's just do the full interview about the dog. You can do <laughs> the interview, there you go, buddy. Oh man, so he was recently sick, right? He
1: was. Yeah, what,
0: what can we talk about? What happened? We want to get into that.
1: Ah, uh, he's a sock eater.
0: Ooh.
1: So, and I'm I'm good at picking up and everything, but he's he's kind of a sneaky little guy, too. So, yeah, he had to go to the vet and scared me really bad, but he's doing better. He's in need of a haircut. He's real shaggy right now.
0: Well, oh, so all right, you've you've got a fur baby. I do. You live in a high-rise apartment. Uh-huh. How, E, but I, I probably couldn't have a dog and live downtown, right? He, my dog wouldn't enjoy that, would he?
1: He loves it, and he he is way more social than I am. Yeah. So in, in like um, Art Walk nights and stuff, uh, we go out, and it's it's a lot for him. You know, I have to do some work stuff and all that, and I I enjoy it. But um, he loves people, so just going around and all the little kids that love to like love on him. Like he eats that up. He loves it. So, um, we have like a little run in the back so we can go out there and we play frisbee and stuff. there's, there's nothing that per- would prohibit me from from having a dog down here. Mm-hmm. He he gets he gets a lot more love than it than he would have in my last apartment. Okay. You know, cuz you're so kind of secluded and stuff and here, it's a whole community. If I need a dog sitter, I bet like half the building has volunteered to dog sit for him. You know, so it's, I know there's a ton of people that will look out for him if I ever need, need that. So love it.
0: Where, where do you see, I mean, obviously we're on the brink, we're on the eve of one of the biggest moments in downtown history. And that's the, the bond election. So this is another one of the questions that people put in there, but where do you see Wichita Falls and downtown and, 10 20 30 years like do you look that far ahead or
1: you know it, it's hard to plan um that far ahead as, as far as my job goes um I would love to see every storefront front full um some of these dilapidated buildings um for people to come in and restore them to, to the time they were built or some similar you know and just Kind of more of what's going on with like the art walk and stuff, the buzz you I hear so many stories from like the 50s and all of that about coming down on Saturday mornings and there's barely room to walk on the sidewalks and um, that's a lot of people's when you talk to the older generation with Shaw falls, that's a lot of their memories is coming to downtown, riding the elevator, shopping at Woolsworth, going to Gibson's um i would like to create a space that people can have those memories for the next generations that this is a space that it's special to come down to and you you have that that place i don't know if that's the best way to describe it like in my head that
0: it 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 does feel (laughs) special i love being in this area and uh so let's i want to kind of drill in a little bit on you, you talked about your evolution, you know, from KFDX to downtown uh, development. But, you know, I would, can you get a little more specific about it? And because I, I like to talk about, because um, I think there's a lot of people that tune in on the show, even myself, that um, sometimes we get stuck or we get frustrated or we don't know how to keep going. And so just to kind of, Talk to other people who are, you know, continuing their climb and kind of look at what they did. And so just one more time, like kind of walk us through, you know, why did you even start picking up the camera to begin with?
1: So that that starts at a young, really early age for me. Um, My grandma always had a camera in hand, always. So I remember some of my first um, presents were cameras because I was always begging for one or I was always trying to use hers. She wasn't going to hand, like, an eight-year-old a, a really expensive camera and just let me run around with it. Um, same with video cameras. We used to make um, music videos okay. all the time as a kid. Like, I was always wanting to create something. So, I, yeah, I've been creating since, since a kid. And then um, my high school job was working at the movie theater, which I, I still find is kind of fitting that yeah. I ended up there. That was really my, my only job before going to like a, a more professional career was the movie theater. And again, it's watching Cameras, movies, seeing yeah. how it's filmed, um, being obsessed with opening credits. How did they make the graphic sequence? And cool. I, I would always love to like try to break it down. Um, so that's, that's kind of where that started, of like maybe that I can make a job out of this. And one of the projectionists there was a production manager at KFDX. So when I was 18, I started in production at KFTX. I was oh wow, the okay. camera girl in the in the news. So for like the live newscasts and stuff, I was behind the camera for that.
0: Wow, I didn't um, realize you started there so young.
1: Yeah, and that yeah that was when I was 18. Um, kind of went in from there doing audio. And then I got to do graphics for the live shows. We call them supers. Okay. You know, putting in the lower thirds and all that for the newscasts. Did some directing before I switched over to the newsroom. And then from there, um, I was a photojournalist. That, for me, it was kind of a struggle at the beginning, just because I kind of felt like a fish out of water in a way, because there wasn't... I remember one other female photog during that time you know so in that that's way before like dslrs like some yeah. of the stuff was still on beta tape okay, okay. and you're lugging around like a 35 pound tripod a 35 pound camera and you have to go like walk half a mile around cars to get to an accident like or some type of scene so physically it was challenge it wasn't challenging like i knew i could do it but i felt like people looked at me maybe because i was a female that i couldn't do it
0: okay okay so
1: kind of getting over that hurdle um Well
0: just, represent for women power that's cool it, oh, it,
1: and it was strange like some of the dynamics in the beginning just because I had to earn, I feel like maybe I had to earn a little bit more respect when maybe respect was given a little bit easier to other people. Mm. Like I really had to prove myself. Okay. So, um, especially on those long days with news, because you never know what's going to happen. And there were days where my body just felt broken, you know, I had bruises all over like my shoulder and my back, but I just kept doing it because I loved it. And I really loved working in news because you were truly like telling people stories. You know, and it's, it was difficult, too. It was always a challenge because those stories were not always happy. And in most cases, working in news, those stories aren't happening or aren't, hap- aren't happy. Um, you know, house fires, murders, car accidents. It's, so that, after a while, too, um, I, I liked being in news, though, because it was kind of more freeing. You go out with a reporter in the day, um, nobody exactly tells you how to shoot or exactly what you have like what you have to shoot is compared to like having clients. So after I left the news, I, I went into creative services and started making client or commercials for clients. Yeah. And that was an adjustment for me because I'm so used to like doing my thing. I tell stories. And it goes on air, because you only have, like, 30, 40 minutes to edit before it's on TV. So, um, yeah, going in and realizing you're shooting for somebody else. It was strange. It was different for me. So um, I I struggled a little at the beginning there, too, of trying to figure out. um, I think my self-confidence took a hit there, because before it was, you know, everyone kind of praise me for my stories and, like, my news shooting and stuff, and then you go into that and...
0: Where you're trying to... Where you have to <clears throat> please someone else.
1: You're pleasing somebody else, but then you're shooting product. You know, you're, it's not so much acti- act- active all the time. Action. I'm nervous. That's okay. It's not always action that you're shooting, and it, it, it's still product and stuff, and then it, it's weird how that changed, because, like, I ended up loving it because... Because I got there into, go. like, Eat Local Texoma, and I started mm-hmm. shooting food a lot. Okay. Because I would do a lot of restaurant commercials. Okay. I was like, I love shooting food. I don't know. I yes. liked um, figuring out different ways to present it, the best angles, different tricks to kind of, like, make it look better. Okay. Um, lighting. I got a lot more into lighting when I was in okay. creative services because okay. you have more time. Yes. So you can set up your soft boxes and do backlighting and make it yeah. more okay. than just shooting somebody out in a field. Yes. So that that was kind of cool to kind of explore those different areas that I didn't have in news.
0: There, right there, we, we just walked over something that I think is profound, right? So you talked about you were at a moment where your self-esteem was very low. You were at a very difficult time. But you pushed through, and you ended up falling in love with maybe something deeper than you had yet with the camera right yeah so if if there's a young girl watching this you know and she's seeing this like what's the importance of pushing through or or yeah you know like not giving up and just keep going or
1: in another way I can relate that just now on the creative side is so um, I earned my Spartan trifecta.
0: Yes, there So I was an
1: obstacle racer there for a while, and I loved it. But that's kind of how I see um, take life, too. You're always going to have obstacles. You're always going to have to th- have these things that you overcome. And it's not so much kind of how you get through them. It's at the end that you don't just fall to the ground because there are so many times during those races, like, I just, I'd get through it, but then I just wanted to lay there and, like, cry because I hurt so bad. But, you know, you still have to finish. You still have to get to that end goal. So I'm not going to let one thing back here stop me when I know you, you're always going to have obstacles. You push through it, but you know where you're at at the end is way better than where, where you're at at the moment. So instead of focusing on, everything right now that's happening in that moment realize like <clears throat> there's light at the end and you got to keep going and it's not always gonna you're not always gonna have these hard times you know
0: that i i was like i love it i mean that that right there that i mean all of this that we've talked about is great and i love downtown and i love hearing you talk about it but for me personally the story of Someone struggling and triumph, then their triumph and their success, after being in that moment and continuing to climb, that inspires me. Like well,
1: and, and, and you know some of my personal history. I won't get too much in it lately, but the, the past couple of years for me have been incredibly hard. I've gone through a lot of personal hardship, you know. And sometimes I think you know it'd be the easy thing is just to lock myself up in my apartment and just not do anything just kind of give up on everything but um like after my mom passed you know that's not it's not what I would want to do I would want to that's not what she would want for me so that drives me as well is is to keep going I went off on a tangent
0: No you're good it it all works it all fits right into it Let's talk about your hair that was something else there, and I've always thought this too, you got great hair, but there was a lot of chicks in the in uh, in the in the comments that were talking about, like, what's the secret with Jeanette's hair?
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. I used to hate my hair. I used to always try and straighten it and everything, and then finally I got to a point of, you know, this is who I am, just going to embrace it. I have curly hair, so I'm just going to leave it curly all the time, but... Yeah, um, I guess for those wanting to know what I put in it, it's a mix like lots of leave-in conditioner and coconut oil. Yeah, and I don't wash it every day because then that takes out the the natural oils and makes it frizzy. So there you go.
0: There you <laughs> go. Well, Jeanette, that that's basically what I got. Let me just look at my notes. Um, well, here's what best advice you ever re- you ever received. Do you, or or is there a saying that you like to tell yourself or you repeat often, you hear yourself saying it?
1: Um, let's say, I have a little board in my apartment and it says, you got this. So just, yeah, I guess that's kind of a, a, a daily reminder is that, you know, I, I've, I've been through the ringer, I've been through some crap and. You know, I'm, I'm still standing. I'm still making a difference. I'm still leading a life that I love. So, like, whatever comes up, like, I know I got this.
0: That's my friend. That is my friend, Jeanette. So there you go, guys. This has been an awesome episode. This is episode number 58 hey. of Steady Focused, and I'm so glad to share it with you, Jeanette. So if people want to find out more about downtown Wichita Falls or you, where, where do they need to go online?
1: Yeah, um, you can go to downtownwf.com. That's our website. And then um, find us on Facebook, Downtown Wichita Falls Development. Uh, we got tons of stuff going on next week's Cajun Fest. So come down and enjoy a lot of good Cajun food.
0: There you go, guys. And if you want to find out more about Steady Focused, you can go to steadyfocused.com. Check out all the other episodes. And this is just great. So, Jeanette, do you have any final thoughts? Anything else you want to say?
1: No, I just really take take pride in where you are if you see a need. I think I didn't get really into this, but like transitioning from doing commercials to what I do now, like working for a nonprofit as a marketing director, I saw, um, you know, there was a hole there where I felt like my creativity could be used to help do something better. Um, never thought I'd be working for a nonprofit, but I, I love it, and my I, being able to use my creative side to help with something like that. So just, you know, find your passion, find where your passion can help others and and do that.
0: There we go, we'll we'll just leave it with that. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. And this is Steady Focused.